0: Okay, welcome to the bonus episode homeschooling junior high and high school students. We decided to go ahead and put this little conversation that we had at the end of our last podcast into its own episode because it's kind of one of those special issues that really only apply to parents of older children. So, if you do have an older child and you are looking at homeschooling, this episode is for you. We're going to talk about diplomas, GEDs, transcripts, dual enrollment. Um, And when it's a better idea to just stick with what your district has planned. So let's dive right into that conversation. And it's a little bit more casual in format, but I hope you enjoy it and are able to gain some value from it. So let's get started. (laughs) 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 <laughs> is kind of a transition year between the elementary years and the high school years. And so it can be a little tricky trying to figure out what you're doing with your student. So the first thing I would do is figure out where they're at academically, look at what things they've studied last year in their school or on their transcript, or however however you, you're going to look at that, and then figure out what the next level is for math or English or whatever it is you're working on. A lot of students, when they get to the junior high years, will either lean more towards the elementary style curriculum or more towards the high school curriculum, and so your job is to kind of transition that. One thing that I would recommend looking into if you're going to do a junior high student is look into a classical education because I feel really strongly that of all the different educational philosophies, this one um, does the best job at transitioning kids from elementary school to high school type learning, where they focus a lot on developing logic, they focus a lot on developing their ability to express their ideas, and they are you know seamlessly transition them mathematically from elementary up into algebra um, in, in high school.
1: Well, and I think that's really true Because middle school, I don't have a middle schooler yet, but I feel like middle school is when kids finally get the attention span long enough to start diving in deep and making that transition from elementary to high school type learning where they're going to really start digging into stuff and getting more passion projects and things like that. And so there's a lot of different ways that you can help them make that transition through. One real good perk for junior high students at home. Well, there's several. <laughs>
0: but one, like you don't have to go through the awkward junior high years in front of your peers, which what I would have given for that <laughs> when I was in Me eighth
1: grade. Too. <laughs> so call Amen. that a
0: blessing. But aside from that, you know, with junior high, one really cool perk with that is that this is the age where kids can, like you said, get into passion projects. And the cool thing about junior high is the transcript in seventh and eighth grade still really doesn't matter for college. Like they don't Mm -hmm. ask for your grades when you're in eighth grade or in seventh grade or sixth grade. They ask for your ninth through twelfth grade. So this gives you a little bit more freedom that if you don't want to go necessarily the traditional route where you can allow your kid who's super into baking to, you know, work on starting a little baking business and what can they learn from that project and not have to worry about trying to tie it to certain classes or giving them a certain you know, GPA from that experience. Yeah, definitely. It's a really great time for them to kind of explore what they're into and what they're interested in, which will help direct their high school education.
1: Yeah, and I think that, like Christina said, there's really not transcripts for those age. I mean, I guess some, I have heard, some schools, if you're in the valid Victorian race in your senior year of high school and there's just a complete tie some schools will go back to middle school, but they did not in my high school, and I don't think they do in most.
0: But and, then, if, and sometimes they'll use the grades from junior high for placement into AP classes in high school as well. In high school. Yeah, but, but you, you, can, you can also can do a placement.
1: The, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I think we wanted to say the same thing. But you can either apply for it and do a test in to be AP placed or, I don't know, in my school we just signed up for the class.
0: Yeah. In my school, you had to have a recommendation, but it was, you know, recommended into the honors program. And so you could get a teacher to sponsor you or you could just go in and apply for it as well. So the options really do remain open to you after um, homeschooling junior high as you go into high school.
1: Yeah, very much so. I just wanted to include that one little caveat because that was the only thing, the only situation in which I think it might matter.
0: So I will say that if you're homeschooling this year and planning to go back to the public school, I think the hardest time to do that would be during the high school years. Because at this point, transcripts matter, GPA matters, specific classes that you're taking that are required for graduation matter. And so I would probably, if I had a high school student and I was not planning on continuing high school after COVID, I honestly... Yeah. Did I say public school? You said high school. No, you said continuing high school. (laughs) No, we're definitely going to continue high school. Don't worry. (laughs) But if I was planning on not continuing homeschooling after COVID, then I would honestly probably stick with the district program just so that you're not missing your, any district specific classes that you have to have for graduation.
1: Definitely. And if they've already been going to high school and you're planning on returning to public school They're going to be with teachers that they most likely already know, that they've already been working with and have built a relationship with, which in high school, having relationships with adults is crucial. So those are all some things. If doing your school district's option is just really not an option any longer for you, there are some of those state-funded programs like K-12. And I know in Idaho, the IDEA, they all offer an actual diploma, not a GED. And so there are a few state funded programs that you can still get a diploma through, not a GED, but you would need to do the research for yourself because once again, every state is different and programs in every state are unfortunately different and fortunately different. (laughs) So it's a good and a bad. Another option too with
0: high school is doing an online private school. Okay, speaking of which, I really need to give a shout out to Williamsburg because they are just a phenomenal online private school in the fact that they follow a classical model with a rigorous education, but they also focus on developing personal accountability and leadership skills as well. And so I've been nothing but impressed with this as I've watched my nieces and nephews go through and graduate from these programs with with Williamsburg, which will give you a high school diploma um, as you come out. They keep transcripts and grades and all of that stuff. But I really like the quality of this education. And then also the fact that they get assigned mentors that will help them through this whole process, as well as having a lot of online meetups with their peers. And then even once a year, they have like dances and socials and um, retreats and things like that, where the kids can get together and get to know each other after doing online school at home.
1: Yeah. And a few more options for dual enrollment that I'm aware of is you can also just dual enroll in college courses with local universities and just start working on your college transcripts um, and a lot of colleges will if you're already have taken some dual enrollment classes with them even if you don't have a diploma and you do end up doing a GED you can still get acceptance into college easily Uh, A lot of colleges will only will go off of your ACT score, your SAT score. Uh, They'll go off of previous college transcripts. So there's a lot of other ways that you can dual enroll and still be able to be admitted into college, because I know that that is a really big concern for a lot of high school parents out there. Absolutely.
0: So you can do your GED, which a lot of people frown upon because of its, you know, bad reputation and associations. But the fact of the matter is that's just showing that you've actually learned everything you need to learn to graduate high school. If you don't want to do that and you want to have an actual diploma, but you don't want to go through a private school or go through public school at home, another option that you can do is actually um, create your own diploma. And there's a couple of different accredited diploma programs available where you can go through and show the work that you have done at home through your own record keeping, and then create classes which create a transcript and create a diploma so that when you're applying for universities that you have that as well. I will warn you, though, that a lot of universities kind of discount homeschool diplomas as not as valid as public school diplomas. And at that point, though, you're still not out of luck because they'll just put more weight into the ACT or SAT scores that your kids can take, regardless of whether they're homeschooled or public schooled. Almost every homeschool graduate that I've known has gone on to go to college, and those who are old enough and not currently in college have graduated from college. And so you don't need to worry about the academic ability of your children to get into college or to graduate from college or anything like that, as long as you're paying attention when they get to be about ninth grade to what it is that they're learning and then keeping a record of that in some way or another.
1: And in college, I had quite a few friends and I don't think any of them had any issue keeping up with the college load. So just take some confidence in that as well. They'll be fine. In a lot of
0: circumstances, I've actually seen homeschoolers do better with the college load than even some public school students, just for the fact that they've had to take um, dual enrollment courses with college before they got there. Um, was one experience that they've had, or that they've done a more rigorous program like the one I mentioned before with the private school, which requires a little bit more from the student um, with their writing abilities and essays and things like that than a, a lot of the public pro- programs do. So they actually get a little bit more experience with the college-type class doing online and having you know those kind of requirements from them
1: than outside of it. Yeah, exactly. So I think in in wrapping up. High school and junior high, just take confidence in knowing that you can they can still graduate even if you homeschool a year. There are still ways for them to obtain a diploma if that is your aim. And like Christina said earlier, just start really paying attention to keeping good records and paying attention to and just taking a good record of what kind of classes you're doing and possibly going through a private school like Williamsburg or another dual enrollment program
0: yeah I I think the last note for me on high school and junior high is that aside from you know keeping a diploma and all that I think a lot of times we look at this and be like wow my son is a lot smarter than I was (laughs) at that age or my (laughs) daughter you know my daughter's a lot smarter than I was at that age I never got through calculus but he's on track to get through calculus how am I going to teach him calculus right and so yes yes The good news with that is that there are a ton of resources available to you where you can hire um, online or in-person tutors to specifically teach one subject, as well as taking, you know, classes taught by um, professional math teachers that aren't you. And you can kind of outsource the subjects that you don't feel as confident in. But I also think that in a lot of the subjects that you'll find that your ability kind of rises to meet theirs, especially if you've been homeschooling as you go leading up to that point. Because one of the real blessings of homeschooling for a mother is that we get to kind of go back and relearn the things we may have missed in our own education. And the trick to homeschooling, now this is a pro tip right here, so listen closely. The trick to homeschooling is to be three months ahead of your child. So if you want to be teaching them about geology, then start reading about geology before you get ready to start teaching them about it and you will seem like the smartest person on the planet
1: okay and then your kids will think you are amazing, amazing. cuz you know it all <laughs>
0: then the same applies for high school too so if you want to have good literary discussions with your child then read the same books that you're going to be asking them to read and then go online and look for um, study guides or discussion guides so that you can be able to pull better questions as as you start talking to them about those books but honestly in high school there's a reason why peers are so important to kids that age. And that's because they're trying to assert their own identity and their own ideas. And so I feel like a lot of times these programs are really a big benefit to them if you're not able to do more in-person socialization with your kids when they're in high school because it allows them to exchange ideas kind of independent of, of yours. So don't be afraid to outsource some of these subjects as they get a little bit older, not even necessarily because you're afraid that you can't do it, but because it's really good to have another voice um, speaking speaking into them.
1: And I think also in a final sum up, remember this is going to be different for seasoned homeschoolers. This is going to be different for brand new homeschoolers. This is going to be different. We're all in this together and we're all learning together about what this year is going to look like. And you can adapt it to whatever it needs to be for your high schooler or your elementary school age kid and just make it make it work for you.
0: Well, I hope you were able to enjoy this episode and we'll come back and join us next time as we talk about choosing curriculum. Until next time, stay curious.